you know, there was a time during, let's say, the Salem witch trials, where I believe they said it was like fungus that was found in the corn, but it was something that basically caused a society of people to more or less turn on each other, start attacking each other. And that led to the Salem witch trials and to women um, predominantly being brutalized and killed and all of that. I'm seeing similar things happen now. And it's frankly disturbing as fuck okay my um one of my friends sent sent me videos of people claiming like all sorts of crazy things on facebook and it's all facebook um and it's like watch this video this person is and i'm not going to go into details but i'm sure if you are (laughs) alive right now and you have friends that use social media, you've seen these videos and you've probably been a victim of these videos in the sense of you've watched these videos, internalized it, and then taking them as truth. The thing is, we are kind of in the midst of a mass hysteria sort of cycle that I don't even think we've reached the peak of. If you can watch a video or a post or see a claim or a story on the internet, right? You can also use that same internet to Google, DuckDuckGo, even sometimes read through comments to see what other people have say, are saying and have said in order to find out whether or not what you're watching is true. Nine times out of 10, just going through the comment section is enough. You'll eventually find somebody who has done the research on whatever video that you've watched and shown like this has been proven to be false or you know, somebody's like straight up lying and you know, people make this up. But the fact that people are skipping that step, that fact checking step, and just somebody posted a video, you watch the video, it seems credible enough And then you just allow yourself to get pulled in and to just believe what you see without pausing and asking yourself, who put this together? What is their agenda? Is this even true? Let me take literally, if I'm going to sit and watch this, if I'm going to sit and read this, I can also take a few steps to go and research it and find out if it's true. Nobody's doing that. Or very, very, very few people are doing that. It seems like more people are just going into like hysterics in the sense of you get data, you take it, you don't fact check it, you just run with it. You're not questioning the motives of people who are saying things, posting things or whatever. You're just taking information that you received and running with it. That to me is absolutely terrifying. And like I'm saying now, I'm watching it kind of, it's getting worse. I don't think we've reached the peak I've talked about this a little bit um, in a couple episodes prior where I talked about cancel culture is not social justice. And on that episode, I meant like kind of little things where people are kind of being, you know, oh, you said something 10 years ago, so your, you know, your whole entire life needs to be upended um, and you need to be, quote, canceled. That doesn't really fix anything. And I understand a lot of the rage in which we're trying to 
get a sense of justice against like the president who keeps getting away with stuff. And it's almost like because he can't, he keeps getting away with stuff. People are trying to find a way to like make other people pay for things that the president, I hate calling him that, but Trump keeps getting away with. Like, I, I understand that, but what I'm saying is just canceling people for things that they did in the past, even though they are arguably better people now, is just, you know, it's, it's unjust. And it's unjust because it's really easy to point the finger and say, well, you said this 10 years ago. You, you, you know, you wrote something 10 years ago. While you're pointing the finger, you're kind of forgetting that you you two are an imperfect human being and you are guilty, quote, of imperfection and of things that if, if somebody focused on your life, hyper-focused on your life and tried to make you to suffer or punish you for things that you did in the past when you didn't know better, that would be unjust. I've actually talked about this on my episodes that I, when I talked about um, karma and the loop of karma and the trap, I think the episode's called the reincarnation trap and how unfair it is that we have to keep cycling back to this world based on the things that we did in our past lives, right? Like, I would suggest you, you know, listen to those episodes, those episodes where I talk about the reincarnation trap and kind of, you know, hear what I have to say in that regard. Because um, I, I mentioned books and everything like that that support the whole concept of reincarnation. And then I follow up with saying that that's just unfair. You know, we are brought into this world, our memories are wiped, we live through life. And then when you have a near-death experience, you are confronted by a being who basically takes on the identity of a loved one, makes you look at your past experiences, judges you by your past experiences, guilts you into coming back here. And then because you don't remember, right? Because your memory is wiped, you basically end up making the same mistakes and the loop cycles perpetually for you have no idea how long. And I spoke about how un, totally unfair that is. Why would you judge me on something based on the fact that I was, uh, I was largely ignorant of what I was doing? And then force me to come back here and relive the same life over and over again without memory of my past and of the fact that I'm reliving this life over and over again. You're virtually guaranteeing that I'm going to make the same mistakes and repeat the same issues over and over again. How is that fair? It's not fair. So when I can say that and talk about just on a grand scheme, on a macro level, how the concept of reincarnation is a, is a fucked up thing. And, you know, there's lots of information out there. There's tons of books out there that say that you do reincarnate. It's, these are facts. I'm not going to delve into that because that's not what this episode is about. But I have spoken about it in previous episodes. But you do reincarnate. These are facts. And you are expected to more or less suffer for things that you did in the past. How the fuck is that fair? And we are doing that shit to each other now. And the thing is, the thing that, that kind of bothers me is that the people who are judging, which is human beings, who are going on Twitter, going on Facebook, going on social media and saying, this person did this and this person needs to be canceled and da 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 are human. 
right? Imperfect, just like the people that they're canceling. And if somebody looked through their social media, you know, or knew them personally, would be able to kind of find out things that that person did or said that's probably worse than what they're pointing the finger, you know, at to try to destroy people, you know, because of whatever reason, maybe jealousy or, um, I, I have no idea. Just people are maybe getting a sense of fun out of this. I have no idea, you know, but it's bullying at best and it is mass hysteria and witch hunting and it's frightening. It's scary at worst. And we really need to be mindful of, of what's happening. You know, because it's, this is not, this is not normal. This is not healthy. This doesn't help. I'm not saying that people, there are some people who have been canceled that should have been canceled because they were just horrible human beings, you know, just doing horrible things. That makes sense. Um, and I think, you know, what I'm talking about, but like, we're, hyper-examining each other for any sign of imperfection, any mistake, any little thing that you do wrong, quote wrong, or say that's wrong, you are about to get brought up and lambasted for it and attacked for it and criticized for it. And it's pushing people to the point where a lot of people are afraid to speak. You know, I... I don't, I'm sure you guys have noticed that I went from putting out two, three episodes a week to maybe just once a week. And I'm trying to just do, you know, I'm, I'm trying to kind of scale it up. It just depends on, I guess, what, what mood I get into. But part of it is because I'm like, who am I to be saying anything, you know? But another part of it is like, <laughs> like you can't even speak freely because you might inadvertently say something that would offend people or a person. And the thing is, like, even if you're unintentionally offending people because you're just trying to speak, we don't even know right now what is offensive anymore and what's not offensive. I mean, we're all kind of starting to figure out what the rules are. But you could say something meanwhile or maybe just say something in jest, right? Because the last time I checked, humor and joking, like, isn't, it's not illegal, right? So you could just say something that you think is funny and you can mean well, um, but you make a mistake. And people are like primed right now to take that and just like destroy you, cancel you, bring you down, whatever it is. And it's, it's only getting worse. The specific thing is not just the canceling culture, it's the believing everything that you see on Facebook and Instagram and then sharing that, th- that stuff to other people like without first fact-checking that. And that's primarily what this episode is about. How do you know? And, and the thing is like, okay, it's <laughs> so people lie. Like, we didn't all just wake up in a, in a reality where everybody has forgotten to lie. We didn't just wake up in a reality where people are suddenly opposed to 
using negativity in order to propel themselves, you know, to their 15 minutes of fame. Like these things are still there. Okay. Um, to the point where it's almost like a disease, right? Where like you go and people, like the self-promotion by any means necessary, the hyper-focus not on hard work and doing something where you can garner praise for just being good, but more, I want 50 minutes of fame. I want people talking about me. So I'm going to post something shocking. I'm going to film myself doing something negative because I know that that's going to garner me more likes and follows in a shorter amount of time than actually working hard to do something creative. I'm going to create content that's destructive. I'm going to say something that's destructive because that's the shortest way, but the most efficient way to garner, garnering fame or through the means of notoriety. That's just uncivilized behavior. But, right? Like, by definition, uncivil behavior. Now, I've seen a lot of people who, I guess, just are jumping on the bandwagon of let's just tear everybody down kind of thing. The biggest one is um, the one that I've noticed was Ellen DeGeneres. And on one end, people are saying she's mean. And then on the opposite end, people are saying she eats children and drinks their blood. What century are we living in? Am I saying that there aren't pedophiles in the Hollywood industry? I am not saying that. There have been, I think, Elijah Wood came out and, and spoke out against it. Um, Corey, I can't remember his last name. He spoke out against it. Um, there are people out there who legit come out and speak out against the fact that, you know, that industry is filled with disturbingly sick individuals, right? So there's that. But to accuse somebody of, I think I saw where they were saying like, she's... <laughs> I don't even want to like speak on it because it's so overwhelming to just like conceptualize. It's, it's one, like, we're, okay, even if you're saying that she is for some reason you believe that she's drinking blood and eating people, where's the proof? And from what I've seen, it's posts on, on Facebook of people taking pictures of her that, you know, she was where the images have been clearly photoshopped. And then comparing it to like pictures of her like during the quarantine where she's like on a video or something like that. And so all of a sudden like the blood or the, I forget what, andinochrome or whatever, they were claiming she's consuming in order to make her look young, which she doesn't look young. She doesn't look that young. I mean, she looks her age. And if you put on makeup on somebody, you turn the lights on, you know, on somebody and you light 
the individual while they look younger. And then if you add Photoshop to that, you can make them look younger. If you compare that to like a selfie from a cell phone on their home, they're going to look like a regular human being. But people are using the, that discrepancy between an edited image and like a selfie to say that because the quarantine has taken effect, she now no longer has access to the blood of children. And so she's now starting to look old. Why would a quarantine keep her, like if that was true, like legit pause and fucking think. If that all was true in some sort of weird, crazy reality, okay, let's just say that. Why would a quarantine keep her from having access to the quote-unquote blood of children. Like, where is common sense here, guys? Where is common sense here? And, and I'm, I'm not even going to go down that dark, terrifying rabbit hole. I'm going to just leave that because that's just wild to me. I, that's just not something that I'm willing to even entertain. Am I saying that there aren't pedophiles? There are. Literally, there's a whole ass organization, a multi-billion dollar, if not trillion dollar corporation called the Catholic Church that funds, hides, and employs pedophiles on the daily. We all know about that. How come the Catholic Church hasn't been canceled? All of the children that have come forth and spoken out to the point where they have been lawsuits that said if you, you know, or your loved ones have been, you know, or were assaulted by a a Catholic priest, come forth because there's class action lawsuits. Like, these are confirmed. Why isn't anybody doing something against the Catholic Church? I read an article that actually said that during the... Uh, during the quarantine where they were sending, you know, money, like the bailout, they actually gave billions of dollars. The government, U.S. government actually gave billions of dollars to the Catholic Church, the diocese. Nobody's focused on that? No? When you have, like, verifiable proof to the point where it's on mainstream media, it's not even hidden, it's on mainstream media, the Pope has spoken about it. So we know that these are facts, that these motherfuckers are actually actively hurting children and then hiding it, lying about it, and just transferring one fucking monster from one diocese to another. Why aren't we focusing on that? If you're going to cancel people, cancel, let's start with that. Let's cancel the Catholic Church. Cancel the whole, that whole organization that still to this day is suppressing information and protecting actual pedophiles. So that's on the, on the one end. That's on the, on the one end, okay? On the opposite end, you have people saying she's mean. Well, she's mean and she says to be kind, but we have all these stories that come out saying that she's mean. And her work environment is toxic. Okay. Earth is toxic. We're all mean. 
I'm not defending her behavior. I'm not saying that the people who felt hurt and uncomfortable by her antics are wrong. I'm saying we, humanity, human beings are kind, loving, caring, compassionate people, entities, right? But we can also be cruel, mean, vicious, entitled, every single one of us, all of us. And if somebody took you and put you under the same level of scrutiny that we're putting all of these people, and, and let me tell you something, just because it's folk, the focus is on celebrities right now or Karens right now or whatever, doesn't mean that that table isn't going to turn and then it's not going to be citizens turning on each other, canceling each other, attacking each other online, shaming each other. It starts on the macro level and then it it changes and focuses and it will shift to the micro level. And that hyper-focus on everybody needing to be perfect at all times and saying the right things at all times and doing the right things at all times, it's going to turn and and we're going to start shaming each other. And I don't know if you've ever dealt with just criticism. And this is another one of the things that I talk about a lot, right? Just criticism and how hurtful and painful it is and can be and how draining it is. On a daily basis, as an artist, just on GP, I struggle with creating pieces that I like while fighting this internal battle with myself on not wanting to, you know, have it, like not worrying about what other people think about my art. And that's just my art. You know, I, I struggle with just being who I am. I struggle with just saying who I am. I struggle with just carving out for myself the freedom to just be an individual and not like everybody else. That's hard. And if that table turns where all of a sudden we are now going to force each other to conform, which I see that going there, if we don't stop, then literally, I mean, we're already seeing kind of evidence of 1984 happening, but it's literally everybody's going to start because they're so afraid of, they're going to be, become even more afraid of being canceled, of being criticized, of, of being attacked, right? Something happens, everybody's filming now. If you're doing anything, if you go outside, I used to think that CCTV in England was fucking weird. Well, CCTV and everywhere was fucking weird, right? Cameras everywhere. <sighs> At least... When it was just CCTV, they were mounted at certain spots and you, you knew when, you know, when you were being recorded and they had to put up signs to let you know that you're being recorded. Now, you literally could just be eating ice cream weird, quote weird. Like you're just enjoying your fucking ice cream and next thing you know, you're on Twitter Somebody was recording you. You weren't even aware of it. And now you're like trending on Twitter for whatever you don't, you did not want to be. You just wanted to sit in peace and enjoy your privacy. 
and enjoy your ice cream in peace. And somebody somewhere just started filming you. And now your image is out there. That's what we're walking towards. And so how does that affect humanity? Well, now all of a sudden you're going to find that two things are going to happen. I think the first thing that's going to happen is kind of what we're seeing now where you're going to see everybody kind of behaving extremely because they are starting to realize that if you want views, if you want likes, right, you've got to catch something extreme happening or say something outrageous or do something extreme. And you're going to see a lot more of that. And what I'm seeing is like just horrible things are happening. And then instead of people trying to help, they just everybody's filming it because they have the human being that's in, in pain or that's struggling or whatever it is that other people are filming is no longer has become dehumanized. Right. And now they're just content. Right. So you're dehumanizing. We're dehumanizing each other. We are becoming desensitized to our own humanity. Right. And the fact that whatever you're seeing that person go through that you think is, you know, film worthy or whatever the fuck can just as easily happen to you. But it doesn't matter. Right. That's not a person that becomes content for you to upload on your page so that you can get likes and retweets and all of that. So you're going to see that happening if we don't change and start paying attention to what's really happening. You're going to see more of that happening. But then you're also going to see on the opposite end, people becoming more reclusive, more withdrawn, more conforming, right? We're all going to see people all speaking the same way, people more and more thinking the same things, people more and more behaving in the same way. Right, that drone behavior because that fear of criticism will become even more and more sort of rampant. And even people who are free thinkers are going to be afraid to speak up because they're going to be afraid to kind of that their words might be misconstrued and then they become canceled. And, and people are losing their, their livelihood. And so you're going to start seeing that fear of just individuality which is, I think, what, quote, they kind of want anyway. I'm thinking about that Black Mirror episode where I think everything a person did, like everybody was super fake and then everybody got liked. And if you misbehaved, you would like drop down. And once you drop past a certain like level of stars or whatever, then you became like an outcast to society. And as a result, everybody had to look perfect and speak perfectly and everything was pastel and beige and very boring. But that's what people kind of had to become. And you're starting to see evidence of that now. But what we're going to see first is we're going to see the ramping up of the canceling. First, it's going to start with celebrities, and then people are going to start turning on each other. If you say something wrong, if you 
you know, I text you, you don't respond. You're to- you're toxic. Right? Or you say something. I make a joke out of it. I'm a bully. Am I saying that we shouldn't be kind to each other? Of course. We should be. Am I saying that it's <laughs> it's possible for humanity to get to the place where the ideal or I should say the idea of what a perfect human being is um gets accomplished um yeah no that's not that's not what I'm saying because the definition of being a human being part of it is that it's that imperfection it's the imperfection that makes us human none of us are perfect And no matter how much we want all of us to be kind to each other, and I, I'm, no matter how much we want our world to be a better place, which I think that we can come together and work together to make the world a better place by being kind to each other. I don't know if destroying people for being human is the way that we achieve the, quote, utopia that at the back of our minds we might want to see come to fruition. And there's another part of me that feels like I don't even think it's about achieving a utopia. I think it's just straight up mass fucking hysteria. Mass hysteria, groupthink, herd mentality. Conform or else. Say what we want you to say or else. Do what we want you to do or else. Behave how we want us to behave or else. Going back to the Ellen thing, and I I don't care about her either way. I don't watch her show. I watched her stand-up. I found her stand-up to be a bit mean-spirited. I didn't find it funny at all. Do I think that she's like Satan and needs to be punished? No. I've never worked for her, though. And that's the thing. Like... I'm not going to cancel a whole person that I've never fucking met based on hearsay by people who got fired by her. Because I'm sure you've had some coworkers that worked with you that if you, if they, let me, how am I trying to rephrase this? If they decided that they were going to post and offer, was it $2 for everybody, everybody that has something mean to say about you, people would find, there would be enough people that would come forward, especially if you were well-known enough in any particular cycle, you know, not cycle, circle, that would come forth and say that you are a mean person. Like, I legit sat back and I, I like, looked at my life, and I'm not even, like, I'm an introvert. I'm not social at all. Um, and there's a lot of dickish, dickish, <laughs> dicky, shitty things that I do to people that I don't even realize that it's, I'm being a dick. I'm just kind of, I guess, naturally a dick. <laughs> I mean, well, like I have a good heart. Um, but there's some stuff where if I, if I had to pause and look back on it, like, and if you polled people and asked, like, name like 10 mean things that, you know, Joe has done, like a lot of people would retweet some shit that I've done and tweet some shit that I've done. Like, if you call me more than once, I'm not going to answer your phone. <laughs> I think I talked about it in my last episode. Like, 
if you text me something and I think it's dumb, I'm not going to respond. Like some people might be personally offended by that and think that I'm a mean person. Right? I don't know what the standards of behavior are. I can only be myself. If I'm going to be, if I'm annoyed, I'm not going to engage. And unfortunately, I tend to be annoyed a lot. (laughs) But that's my personality. And I guess Ellen's mistake was that she was telling people to be kind to one another. And because she was telling people to be kind to one another while making them go home and take a shower, allegedly, um, or, you know, making them chew gum, you know, before they come into her office because she doesn't want to smell people's bad breath and things of that nature. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it could, obviously, that clearly comes off as mean, especially if you are asked to think of all the mean things that, you know, she did by people who got fired as a result of the things that she did. But I bet you if you polled all of your exes, <laughs> like legit think about that. Like if you polled all of your exes and said, you know, tweet at me all the mean things I did. Like you would be sitting back like, whoa, I'm an asshole, <laughs> right? The difference between like me and Ellen is that I just kind of own it, right? But I'm not, first of all, I'm not famous. And secondly, like I, I'm not her. So yeah, so she's saying, you know, be kind. And so people are saying she's, she's a hypocrite because she's telling people to be kind while being kind of mean to people. And I get it, but she has a platform. She has done really kind things for people. I've seen it. Does the kindness that she does negate the bad things that she does? I don't think so. But does it mean that she's like a horribly vicious person? I mean, she chose to use her platform to do good and to, you know, I've watched a couple of clips my mom has sent to me. I'll t- I'll take it back. So my mom is, you know, a typical African mom. And if you know anything about African parents, they're pretty conservative and pretty like, yeah, like, you know, Christian conservatives. And my mom started watching Ellen. And as a result of watching Ellen, Ellen is like the only like gay person that she'd ever seen on TV. And she would call Ellen like a gay. She's like, she's a gay, right? (laughs) And I'm like, mom, you don't have to say a like in front of the gay, like she's just gay. But as a result of watching Ellen, like my mom became more sort of like open to like, and more accepting of, you know, gay people and just in general, because she saw one on TV smiling and laughing and dancing, regardless of what she is like in behind the scenes, I don't know if completely canceling her is beneficial either, because like I said, you know, you, you, okay, so she's off the air. Who does she get replaced with? I can't think of any other openly gay comedians that are on on TV right now that are well known. Who does she get replaced with? Maybe she didn't know that she was mean. I mean, like she, her stand up is kind of mean. And she might just, you know, like even the joke that she told about, you know, her mansion being like a prison, like that was clearly a fucking joke. She's a comedian. 
Like, did she have to say my mansion feels like a prison for people to understand that she was a joke, like she was joking because that's literally her job? Or have, have we just like completely lost our sense of humor whatsoever and are now incapable of being able to tell when something is said tongue in cheek? I'm telling you, first they started with like historical people. And and I get it, like, fuck Columbus, fuck the slave owners, fuck Thomas Jefferson, fuck all those people, right? I get it, I get it. But we, we're, we're judging people of the past by present standards. And if that's the case, then like, fuck it, cancel, cancel everything. Literally cancel all of history, cancel your past, cancel your ancestors, cancel books, cancel like poetry, cancel you know, psychology, cancel everything that has ever been done in the past because we're just so fucking perfect, right? Everyone alive in 2020 right now is so fucking perfect that nobody, no other generation can hold a candle to our perfect ass standards. Am I saying that the monument, before you start saying, oh, she, she thinks the Columbus statue should be up. Am I saying that the monument shouldn't be torn down? No, I, I don't think, particularly the Confederate moder- um, uh, monuments. Like, if there are no statues of Hitler up in fucking Europe and Germany, um, then there shouldn't be Confederate statues and Confederate flags up now. Like, first of all, these are Civil War, like, generals who were trying to secede. Like, so technically these motherfuckers are traitors. To build up a statue, you know, in in respect or to honor like generals who were traitors is crazy to me like and they fucking lost so yeah take that shit down especially when that history is fraught with fucking genocide and the enslavement of a whole like group of people and the destruction of another group of people like right the native americans and african americans like yeah i don't want to see that shit if in europe there aren't any statues up to hitler um and they aren't walking around with like Nazi flags, right, in Germany, um, and honoring Nazis, then yeah, the Confederate, you know, soldiers should not be honored here. Like, that's common sense. Okay. Um, but to use our moral standards, um, to, and apply that to the way, you know, people behaved a hundred years ago, 200 years ago, 300 years ago, if you're judging people by those standards, then you literally would have to cancel everybody. Everybody. Like, I just thought of like Gandhi. Gandhi's, Gandhi said some racist shit against um, black people, against Africans. Like, some really racist shit against Africans. So should we cancel Gandhi? Did what he do, did the good that he do not matter because he was bigoted towards a certain group of people are any of us fucking perfect you want to judge people obviously my regular listeners know like i'm not a big fan of the bible it is what it is but you know a fool looks at the finger that points to the sky right so i'll quote yashua in the bible where he says that he or she who is without sin cast the first stone you want to judge the past? Well, we have one motherfucker who 2,000 years ago, allegedly, was telling people, stop judging people. 
when you are unfit to judge. And we're doing the same shit that he spoke against 2,000 years ago now. So that kind of makes us stupid in hindsight because we haven't learned the lesson from 2,000 years ago. If the people in the past were able to see what we're doing now, right, they would say, so 2,000 years. And a lot of people who are doing the judging, by the way, are Christians, right? So your God told you to not judge people, right? Because no one is without sin. He says, judge not or, you know, you'll be judged. Um, If the past was able to judge us, you know, we look fucking stupid too. Hello, is this on? Yeah. I'm not a perfect person and neither are you. Neither is anybody. You know. But that's not what this episode is on. I think I want to go back to what I started talking about, which is watching stuff in social media and not fact-checking it. Please stop doing that. You can't just believe everything that you see on your phone. You can't just believe everything that you read on your phone. You don't fucking know. You don't know. And to take this stuff and like people are losing hours of their lives just researching and researching and researching like all these things. And by researching, they say it's researching. They're not because it's not research if you're just looking at videos that some idiot put together. You're just consuming. But they call it research because they're just watching a bunch of YouTube videos that are just like lambasting everybody without, without, without proof, which it's fucking dangerous. I don't know if you've ever been accused of anything and had a bunch of people believe it and then it ended up not being true. But that's really fucking dangerous. I, I think of like the story of like, like Emmett Till, who was accused of something horribly, horrible. And I think the woman who accused him ended up, I think, like admitting that, yeah, she totally lied. I mean, we knew that she was lying, but she admitted that she lied and, and she still like nothing happened to her. And that guy got just. It's and he's obviously he was not the only one. There were just countless numbers of African-Americans who have been brutalized, killed, murdered throughout history both in the past, or sitting in jail right now for something that they didn't do because of false ac- accusations. That shit's dangerous. And before you get ready to retweet something or send a link to somebody, all I'm asking is, like, literally take just one second to ask yourself, wait, how do I know this shit is true? Because mass consuming videos isn't researching. You're just consuming one video after another. If you want to do the research, if you type, if you type it into, you know, DuckDuckGo or to Google and like start asking like, you know, okay, did this person really say this? Did this person really do this? Like do proper research instead of just binge watching other people's opinions. Because like I said, people lie. 
You lie every day. I practice radical honesty. And so 99% of the things that I say are the truth. But there's 1% of the time where I will misspeak or I'll say something that's not true. And then I'll try to kind of like hedge it because I'm not 100% sure it's true. But it's very difficult to not lie. And the only reason why I'm, I, I'm at the point where I'm at now where it's like 99% of the things that I say are true is because I've been working on radical honesty for like a very long time, for a long time for me anyway. Now, the majority of people aren't practicing <laughs> radical honesty. They'll lie just to lie because lying is like a fucking like normative behavior. And so if the majority of humanity has no problem lying to you, or lying to themselves, or lying to each other, what makes you think that the majority of the stuff that you see online isn't just straight up like an outright lie, just because they want likes, they want views, they want whatever. And I'll leave you with this. A lot of people who do believe and are putting out these conspiracy theories um, are, funny enough, Trump supporters, um, and they call themselves Christians, and they somehow have linked the fact that Trump is a Republican to the fact that he's a Christian and he's a conservative and he's for them. But you have a president, right, who has routinely come out and made very weird, very disgusting statements about his own daughter, daughters, actually. He said about his baby daughter, Tiffany, when she was a baby, he said that, um, she had great legs. Um, that wouldn't be as weird if he hadn't made other disgusting comments about his older daughter, um, about how they have sex in common. Like, I'm, I am not making this up. This is not me making stuff up. I, I don't have to make stuff up, right? There are videos out there where he is on camera, on The View, saying that he... No, I'm sorry. Was it The View? No, it was Wendy Williams, where he said he had sex in common with his daughter. It might have been either The View or Wendy Williams. He said he had sex in common with his daughter. You can Google it. Um, And that um, he said he would probably be dating her if he wasn't happily married Oh, and her father. But he led with happily married first before following up with the fact that he was her father. Like, that was at the end of what he was saying, right? So that's out there. Like, this dude... Also, in an Atlantic article, he said he was great friends with Jeffrey Epstein. And they both like, you know, young women. Specifically, Jeffrey, who likes his women on the younger side. So, all of this information is out there for you to go and Google. The people who are pointing the finger at Hollywood are avoiding looking at the president that they want you to support who has made ancestral um, comments about his own daughter, right? Like repeatedly has been friends and has spoken highly both of the Giselleine Maxwell or whatever her name is and Jeffrey Epstein. Like most recently he said that the Giselleine Maxine or however you say her name, um, Jeffrey Epstein's um, girlfriend or whatever she is, he called her a very fine woman. This is the same motherfucker that abuses women, right? It says all sorts of crazy things about against negative about women, but the pedophile, she's a very fine woman. 
right? So the people who want you to look at the Hollywood liberal elites and call them all pedophiles are also supporting a pedophile in chief who is also incestuous. You have women who have come out on record to say that he raped them when they were young. We have seen him have numerous affairs um, on all of his spouses, right? But they don't want you to focus on that, right? They want you to focus on the liberals and they are, are not against charging them with some of the most vile, most vicious claims against a hum- human being. And that to me is kind of the icing on all the cake. See, ultimately, the people who are pushing these, quote, pizza gate conspiracies or whatever, aren't doing it because they give a fuck about kids. See, if they legitimately gave a fuck about kids, they would be going after the Catholic Church who has admitted that, yes, they, this, this is happening, that their priests, the leaders of their church are harming children. They're not talking about that. They, wanna, they want to shift the focus away from the fact that their president, their candidate, is an awful, awful human being, and they want to shift it to, they want you to attack the, quote, liberal left, who they claim is guilty of the same things, if not worse, that Trump is guilty of. And that to me is weird because if you genuinely give a fuck about children and their well-being, then why aren't you lumping him in there with him? Because people keep forgetting that he also is a, quote, Hollywood elite. This guy has been in so many movies and so many TV shows and so many commercials all of that. He spent a lot of time socializing. There's pictures of him all over the place with these, quote, Hollywood cabal and all of all of these other, you know, labels that you want to throw out. He was with them. So why are you defending him and pointing the fingers at other people when the person that you're defending is a part of other people, of other of the people that you're pointing your fingers at. Hollywood is fucked up, admittedly. I don't know if you've been to LA, just the vibe in LA is weird. Like it just, it always gave me this like hellmouth, Buffy the Vampire Slayer type of feeling. And I've been in situations with people where they just casually started like discussing Satanism. And I'm just like, yo, all I did was ask you like what time it was. And you're saying like, it's, Satan's birthday or somewhere like I'm not making that part of that last part of what I just said I didn't, I'm not making it up well I'm not making anything up but that last part I just said legit happened I was in LA for something I was in like a taxi with like a friend of a friend and I asked her like what time is it or what date is is it and I didn't ask what date is I said what time is it and she like made some casual remark about it being like Satan's birthday or something like that and I was like yo first of all like what why are you even that comfortable to just be talking about crazy shit like that to me and you're fucking weird and it was like a normal person that you wouldn't expect to say anything like that and she just dropped that casually and to me it's like okay well that's just the culture that's over there I need to get my ass back home so 
I'm not saying that a lot of the stuff that people are are concerned about isn't happening, specifically about child abuse. I mean, we've seen it with Kevin Spacey. We've, we we keep seeing this stuff. So it is it is a problem. And I do agree that it should be outed and, and something does need to be done about it. All I'm saying is when you start throwing in things like quotes, like fake made up quotes by, you know, people who profit off of pushing conspiracy theories, which which I, I guess what bugs me the most is that when people just make up conspiracy theories, it makes people who are legit conspiracy theorists look bad. And people who believe in conspiracy theories, because they've taken the time to properly research and critically think, are being demonized alongside the people who believe that Wayfair is trafficking fucking children through their cabinets, which if you would just pause and think about how ludicrous that sounds, it's just ridiculous. So you're, you're the pe- now you're creating a situation where saying that Hollywood executives make shoes out of human skin, okay? You're lumping that with people who genuinely have taken time out of their day to research things like you know, UFO sightings or, you know, false flag events or like, like actual like pedophilia happening in Hollywood and all these other things, you're delegitimizing their claims and you're making them look crazy. And maybe ultimately, maybe that is the ultimate goal of all of this, you know, is to just delegitimize free thinkers. I've kind of alluded to this before, but maybe that is what, what quote they, whomever they are want. But if you retweet something or you send something without pausing to just go on Google and, and find out whether or not what you're about to share with somebody you care about is legit true, you're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. So they're going to be, I guess, there's probably few voices that are coming on speaking out against this right now. And I guess while I'm still in the mood to do so, I'm going to keep speaking out against this. Eventually, I'm probably going to come to a place where I'm just going to go like, let me just delete this <laughs> and keep it moving because uh, it's almost like I'm, I, I don't want, I don't want that to happen. I hope people are hearing me and are really pausing and talking to each other about not contributing to this mass hysteria thing. But if this continues and, you know, I'm eventually going to probably get to a place where I just go, you know what, this is, let me just disappear and just delve into my art and mind my own business. You know, like maybe that's just what this world is supposed to be right now. I, I, I don't know. You know. There's a lot of stuff that's kind of been going through my mind right now. I do, I do hope and pray that, you know, the elections come and go and Trump is no longer president. Um, Not that Biden is any better. He's not. But if it's a choice between, you know, Trump and looking at how divisive everything has become and Biden, who it seems like he has dementia. So whoever his vice president is, is probably going to be the actual president. Um, but to me, his dementia is kind of his punishment and for however he has lived in the past. So at least you're seeing somebody getting like kind of karma for, 
you know, all the horrible things that he has done. Um, and I'm not even, I don't even want to seem like I'm advocating, advocating for him, but this is like, this is where we are. <laughs> I'm not even, you know what? I'm not even going to finish that sentence. I'm just going to say what majority of people are, are, are thinking, which is, I, I don't, I just hope that November comes and go, goes and Trump's no longer president and Biden gets elected, but then like his full blown, like Alzheimer's kicks in and then that's done. And then his vice president steps into place. And I hope his vice president is like a decent woman, like I, like as a decent woman without like, you know, not perfect. None of us are perfect, but just a decent, decent human being that focusing, that focuses on fixing all the devices, divisiveness that we have now and bringing everybody back together as best as we can. And then we can take everything that's been happening 2020 with the canceling and the judging and, you know, the fake news and all this stuff and work towards not building a dystopia, which is, you know, under the guise of the utopia, which is what we seem to be going to. I, I don't want to live in 1984, guys. I, I want people to be unique and individuals and to think critically and to be free thinkers. That's the reality that I want. And here I am hoping that a, a politician at least helps to contribute to that. Um, but my my hope is not on Biden. My hope is on the woman that he picks as vice president, because that will be the person that would at least start to kind of mend, because it's, I mean, it's feminine energy, right? So hopefully it's a good, strong, she's not going to be perfect, you know, and I hope nobody starts trying to find stuff in people's past, you know, and try to drag her through it. It's not going to be perfect. She's not going to be perfect. None of us are. But I hope she can use her energy and her platform to start leading people towards, you know, healing and forgiveness and all of that. Anyway, that's my uh, two cents, guys. Talk to you later.